Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fans First Sports Network Ranger Report podcast brought to you by Walton's, Walton's Everything But The Meat, and of course presented by Dallas Sports Nation. Um, I am Ben Dieter, you can find me on Twitter at bdieter 75 CJ Berryman, you can find me at CJB underscore RR, spitting nonsense on Twitter. All the time, all the time. All yes. every time. And of course you every can find us. stupid. You can find us at therangerreport.com, at Dallas, Sport, at Dallas Sports Nation.com, at youtube slash the ranger report instagram slash the ranger report facebook slash the ranger report twitter slash the ranger report patreon slash the ranger report and speaking of that i'm trying to promote that a little bit uh you know we have ads now thanks to fans first sports networks so we're making a little money off our podcast but if you want to skip all the ads uh, you become a five dollar a month patreon um there's i put the podcast on there but with no ads so ad free version of the podcast on patreon plus some extra stuff we i add some uh conversations we have while we're recording but not putting on the podcast i had some extra video stuff so it's kind of fun plus you get swag from the website which is good so uh y'all need that wag baby as wag so y'all join that and uh thank you for doing that so anyway let's talk a little bit about the texas rangers past week they went three and two and cj i just mentioned this to you off the air they averaged over 10 runs a game in those three wins yeah and the last two forcing the angels to have to throw a uh, a position player out there to close out the game and yeah you know those are that's fun and it's it's nice to we had so many struggling seasons offensively and you know when rangers haven't been good for a while yeah. so uh it's nice to see and it's it really hasn't been seen since the you know 
mid mid to mid 2000 i don't even know how you say that mid 2010s mid 2000s i remember six seven eight nine they were scoring a lot of runs but they were also giving up bad pitching but yeah yeah, and then and then obviously the world series runs in that that area they put up a lot of runs there and we haven't seen it now uh, something to say about the this year's team for sure is they're so much more patient i mean they grind on starting pitching they yep. grind on them and i think and, and you saw it today really the growth of adolis garcia yeah and really throughout the series because coming into today he had only had one hit but he was yeah. still being patient and drawing walks yep and today he walks the first two at bats and then you see what happens they're they're like okay we got to pitch to him well he goes three for four with you know, Homer and, yeah. and a double yep. two and three RBIs, which he's now what been? He is the MLB leader in RBIs. Yes. And so you're seeing that pay off last year. Man, there's some pitches you're watching. I mean, just if, if you're watching the game, you're like last year, he swings at that. Yeah. Last year, oh, yeah, that's a sure. strikeout. Last year, he chases that high ball. Last year, he t- chases that low, low in the way or low in the zone. Uh, after getting, you know, a couple high fastballs and fouling them off, you know, that's not, that's not what he's doing anymore. And yeah. you're seeing it throughout the lineup. And speaking of, uh, you know, working the count, this surprised me. Guess who is uh, seeing the least amount of pitches in the uh, order? Since it surprises you, I'm guessing Marcus Simeon. That that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> Their leadoff hitter actually sees the least amount of pitches. So that's that's a strange stat. But yeah, hey, that it's working for Simeon, and it's been working for him a lot yeah. lately. I mean, he he starts the grind. You know, and he might go out there and swing at the second pitch. You know, he's averaging, I think it was a little less than three and a half pitches seen yeah. per at bat. And so. Well, kind of like, yeah. kind of like uh, to go back to the Shinsu Chu days, when he, he saw a lot of pitches, but when he didn't, it was usually he put the ball in play. Yeah. Like usually if he swung on the first pitch, it was a home run or a double. He he saw something he knew he could drive. Mm-hmm. And I sort of think that's how Simeon is because he hits the ball hard when he swings early in the count. Yeah, it seems like he hits the ball hard most of the time. That's true, right actually. Now. It, it, if it's an out, it's going somewhere hard, usually. Yeah. Um, Good Lord, a, not like I Jonah Heim was... today, though. That hit in the seventh <laughs> or eighth inning that got to the wall in like a second and a half. Yeah. <laughs> he got a yeah. single out of it because it just bounced right back to the left fielder. And he had to, yeah. I mean, that was that ball was, that had to be 110 miles an hour off the bat. I, yeah, and and talk about the, uh, the, what the, what the Angels put up on the, on the scoreboard or oh, on yeah, the video that, board. That great. Talk about that. They put fun facts about each player on the board and they put for Jonah, they put uh Jonah Heim has one daughter and missed a great opportunity to name her Anna. Cause then her <laughs> name would have been Anaheim. So that was, that's, that's pretty that's, clever. That's the clever, scoreboard right? operator in hey. Anaheim or LA or wherever they are. Great job. That's pretty funny. So yeah. Los Angeles, Anaheim angels of yeah, orange of County of California, California of Disney the United World. States of America, of mighty ducks. Earth, I don't know. They're, they're everything. Of, the universe uh, of the Milky Way galaxy, anyway, of the non-binary universe because they're in California, so they have to stick with all that stuff. So. Oh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a hell of a name right there. But that yeah, is. so the only disappointment obviously was the Friday game. Yeah, and I'll tell you uh, what: if we you can't talk about that Friday game without talking about the the Jacob Degrom esqueness of Dane Dunning in that start, dude. Uh, that's the thing that 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 his appearance or his start to that night his first start of the year first start of anybody outside of the original top five all year long which has been an absolute blessing for the rangers 
that was a big thing was pitching health coming in. And obviously we were worried about DeGrom and now yeah. that happened. But like I said on the last podcast, just pretend he's not there. Yeah. You know, we're this Rangers team isn't built to just have a fallout whenever one player goes down. And just because your your ace goes down, sure, it'd be great to have his 100 mile an hour. Yeah. Nasty in his 90 mile an hour slider going up there. But he's, he's not there right now. He can't be available. And you have pieces that you can use in his place and then dunning his pitch count, you know, that he had to be on a pitch count and, but he went five innings, five shutout innings, I think uh, two hits. Yep. And I mean, he was, was he, he was dominant. Everything they hit, put in play. I think they got one ball that looked like it was solid contact. Then it was a fly out to the fly or yeah. fly swatting left field. That, yeah. It was weird Friday. I, I, I mentioned it was, it Twitter. was a weird game. Any, any ball that looked like it was, you know, well connected. And Marcus Simeon and Dolce Garcia were two specifically that I recall from the game that hit had two that really connected. Not looked like they would at least go to the wall, and it just got it just died out there. Yep. So, yep. but anyways, yeah, Dane Dunning that that the the ending of the game really overshadowed how well he pitched, and yeah, and he, then we we can't. Yeah, we also can't miss talking about Evaldi second straight shutout, no, almost com- almost not. complete game shutout. I mean, mm-hmm. the dude went another eight shutout innings against the Angels, and of course, when he left, or actually no, he was going to come back in the ninth. I believe we talked about this. Just looking at his body language and the way that Bochi and Maddox were talking to him, and then the Rangers put up seven runs in the ninth inning, and yeah. they decided oh, maybe we don't need him to come out and pitch at the bottom of the ninth. But uh, that's that's seventeen straight innings, I believe. It's of, at least of, seventeen of shutout yeah. baseball. I think it's longer than that, if I remember right. But yeah, if is, to go back is, to the, the, pre, yeah. the third game, I, I'd he have is, to go look that up. He but, is yeah. dominating right now. He is. I mean, it just it and. And he was another health concern yeah, coming in. And that's why he didn't get a, you know, huge contract, whatnot. But he's proving right now that, hey, he's ready to go. And he's ready to step up in the void of said Jacob deGrom. And yeah. uh, he's kind of taken that leadership role. And I mentioned earlier in the year that he's the guy that if if he kind of wrangles up the the pitching staff, if somebody's working a bullpen and and, and there's nobody that's doing anything, on you know on their own if there's people with free time that they're over there watching and 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 you know just watching the the guy yeah. do his bullpen session that kind of those little type things in the clubhouse are what these guys bring but when you go out there and lead by example as Jacob Degrom did it wasn't like he was blowing guys away he only had five strikeouts yeah but he does blow guys away a lot he's got a high nineties fastball with movement his splitters nasty his sliders nasty and when it all comes together as it has obviously for the last two games. He's he's untouchable as he has been the last two games. And the I mean the worst two pitchers of the week were John Gray and Martin Perez. You know the the our our two right. our two returning pitchers, and they just had a bad game. And the Rangers still won one of those games. So yeah, you know. it, it, and with Martin today, it you know his his streak of at yeah. least six innings or more came to an end today. Thirty six straight though. Thirty six straight. Yeah. They say that all good things must end or whatever, you know. And the Rangers and still won the game. So they did win the game in 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 large fashion. Thanks. They to had it. They had his back. <laughs> yes, they did. And then Laoti Tavares. Uh, yeah. He's hitting three hundred now after his his four for five day. Yeah. I'm telling y'all, this is this is the Laoti. I've been preaching it. I preached it when he was. He was well, let's just say it, sucking and uh, also his first couple go yeah. around. But this is a this is a special this is a guy that can do special things. And also today it was nice to see a guy who's been struggling, Josh Smith, get on the board with a homer. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, to... the, the way Duran's playing, 
Smith is not, not going to get a lot of playing time. Well, right then now. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, they brought him in. Because of Jankowski. Instead of, because of Jankowski, it, pregame, it looks like a hamstring tweak. Yep. We don't know how long he's going to be down. So that's going to, I mean, I mean, it might be a super minor thing and it was precautionary or whatever, but, you know, if he goes down and that actually spared, you know, somebody's job got saved because when Corey Seager and they said that in seven to 10 days, he should be returning. Now, yeah. is he going to go down to down to make a rehab stint after yeah, seven to I 10 days to. or to, but. is he going to be doing a rehab stint yeah. for a couple of games prior to that? I didn't, yeah. I don't know, yeah, but don't know he either. should be, they said he should be able to, able to return within seven to 10 days, but I'm glad you brought that up because there is going to be a, a log jam on the roster with, with that. And Ezekiel Duran has, has played himself into being a regular one yeah. way or oh, yeah. another. Oh yeah. And so well, his, and I his, think that that continues to spell the end for Brad Miller soon. I, I mean, he, he's I, only coming in right now as a late game replacement when they're up by 10 runs. Yeah. And I, right now I think what's, what's funny is we just talked about Jankowski, Jankowski possibly hitting the aisle because of a hamstring. Maybe we don't know yet. It's obviously. Yeah way too early to to tell yep. uh, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow for sure but uh, that that kind of spared Josh Smith I think but then I also think this series was telling as far as Bubba Thompson goes because you saw him struggle to get down a sack bunt on Friday uh, you know he's not getting on base to use what his, his biggest strength and that is his speed no. he only has one steal all year and He's, he's been caught twice, two. I believe. Yeah, he's been caught, and that's rare. Yeah. So right now, his only value is playing defensively. Yeah. Now, if you wanted one of them to get every day at bats, whenever Seager comes back, I think Bubba would have to go down because then you can just immediately move Ezekiel Duran out to left field. Yeah. Especially with Jankowski possibly not being here, Correct. but you would see a lot more. Well, you've, we've seen, seen plenty of Jankowski for, for good reason. He's, he's, he's played, been playing great. He's been playing really good. And then Zeke Duran, obviously, he hit another homer today. Yeah. The guy's been a, uh, defensively, he's been really good. Yeah. So uh, Zeke well, Duran's I mean, going to be there. But uh, you have to see who goes down between those guys when Seager comes back. I think Bubba right now is the odd man out. Well, and the Rangers have a problem that you love to see and we haven't seen in a yeah. long time is they have too many good players that they're going to have to send somebody down. But mm. each one of those players are making it difficult on the Rangers. I mean, even Josh Smith, who's not doing great, is still making it a difficult decision. And the potential of Bubba makes that a difficult decision, even though he's not playing well right now. If he they're gets hot, guys. if he gets hot, you know, he is going to he can he can just destroy the other team's game plan while he's on the bases. And then oh, got, yeah, we saw that last year. <laughs> like I said, that's why I think Brad Miller might be DFA'd at some point because he doesn't, I mean, with all the young guys adding so much, Brad Miller doesn't really have that much to add at this point. Right, and and we've said before, and I mean, the Rangers have said it before, Bruce Bochy's here. He didn't come here to take a year off. That was last yeah. year. Last yeah. year was the year, okay, we brought in some guys, we're going to bring in some more next year, and we're yeah. going to load up, and we're going to go. And we're going to bring in a manager, and we're going to bring in bring Mike Maddox back, which in turn brings Greg Maddox back. Yeah. And we're going to keep uh, uh, wow, oh my gosh, I feel so bad now. I'm forgetting his name. Third base, uh, third base coach. Oh, Tony Beasley. There we go. Tony and we're going to keep, we're going to keep, don't, we're going to keep, uh, Tony Beasley and he's going to go back to his, his role. Yeah. This is, just, I mean, and, uh, the, the, the catchers, the catching coach, I'm, I'm really liking in that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Bobby Wilson's Ranger. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Wilson, former Ranger, 
uh, obviously doing some good things because two catchers under his tutelage now <laughs> are Gold Glove candidates, and that's yeah. Jose Trevino yep. and and Jonah Heim. So just because uh, you know, again, uh, one one guy goes down or two goes down, the Rangers are built to to contend now, and we hope this continues for sure. But Friday, it still it still kind of bothers me yeah. because in, and even offensively because. They left twelve guys on base. Yeah, yeah. And they had 10, 10 runners left on base through five innings. Ten through five. That's that's not winning baseball. No. And it's it's just not, especially when you you force the starter to throw over hundred pitches through five. You know, Grant yeah. Anderson was he was yeah. through five, and they had to they had he was toast. They had to get him out, and they did everything that they they have been doing all year long. Really, they just didn't execute with runners on. Well, and you and, know, during the length of a season, there's going to be games where the bullpen just yeah, collapses. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, the best teams in the country, you know, have have games where their bullpen collapses. Tampa Bay is going to have games where their bullpen is terrible. What are they? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Well, my God, I hope so. I hope they do. Otherwise, they're going to win 130 games this year. Golly, man. that's a good team right now. Man. I'll tell you what, the AL, AL East. I'm kind of glad we're not in the AL East. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Let's just let's just focus here. That's a nightmare i don't even want to think about right now <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't i don't want to face them this time if we make it to the playoffs in the first round <laughs> no I, right now right now no 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 obviously it's a long season and things can change but yeah i don't even know that we're gonna make the playoffs. God, i mean no. at, at this point though we're we're six weeks in i'm starting to feel like this is a legitimate playoff contender yeah I mean, it's 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 a playoff contender, yeah. absolutely. But I don't know if they're a legitimate World Series contender, but they're a legitimate no. playoff and contender. That's, yeah, that's what we've been talking about here yeah. over the last uh, week or so. Is is yeah, they're I believe they're contenders. Are they serious contenders right now? No, because they're bullpen. Yeah. And yep. Will Smith, God bless him. You know, he's he can't, not he can't a guy. Come into every game and and no, do it for you. He can't, and he can't. He's not a closer. And he's no, just he's not. not. He's the, he's a not guy at this should, age. Yeah. Not at this age, and, and I mean, it's just and just really with his stuff, he just doesn't have the closer stuff. Yeah. Uh, seventh inning, eighth inning, maybe sure. Uh, situationally, sure, absolutely, he's he's got value, but as a closer, no. And and Bochi's been having a shuffle, and w- the guy that's throwing the uh, a kink in the whole thing is really Jose Leclerc, and that's Dave Raymond at the end of the game when Leclerc. It's sorry, Dave, but uh, he was he was kind of talking up. Uh, Leclerc a little bit, and um, so Leclerc's ERA right now is three two seven. You wouldn't believe yeah. that by how he's actually pitched. Well, it's because he's coming in with runners on. When he comes in with runners on, nine times out of ten, those runners are scoring. Yep, that's where he's. That's where his disasters come in. He's. Not, it's not in roles like today. Even though, right as Dave Raymond mentioned that he gave up a bomb yeah. and. And it's the the Rangers have a Jose Leclerc problem, and yeah, oh yeah. So that's that's another huge issue because that's that you know we got plenty of guys that can they yeah. can handle six seven and and eight. You know Jonathan Hernandez, he might be the next up at closer, but he can handle the yeah. eighth. I'm I'm confident in Jonathan Hernandez. Um, I'm confident in Will Smith in seventh eighth. You know, well, and I heard but, someone say, and I agree that the problem with moving Jonathan there is you got to get to the ninth inning. And Jonathan is the perfect candidate so far to get you to the ninth inning, keeping the lead. Yeah. And so if you move him, who are you going to put in his place that's going to do as good as he did in the eighth you inning? Get, so that, that's yeah, the problem we have right now. Yeah, and you've got a guy that's less capable of coming into the ninth than Jonathan yeah. Hernandez is because you have to have Jonathan Hernandez in that setup role. Correct. And that's 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 worrisome. 
the Rangers, no doubt, are going to address that. I mean, but the problem with doing it right now is that other teams know that that's what you need. Yeah. You know, we're not the only ones here talking about no, it. No. And they're also licking their lips and looking at your farm system. Yeah. And right now, you, uh, trying to get a power arm or two. I mean, I, I said at the beginning of the season, I think they're going to add two by the end of the year power arms and that's come out of the bullpen late inning guys. And other teams are looking at your farm system right now and licking their chops. And they're going to be trying to job you right now, right now. If you're, if you tried to go out there and get you a reliever right now, and I'm sure they have been, you know, let's not, let's pretend. I'm sure they've made some phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. They've made some phone calls and I'm sure they've gone, uh, no, uh, no, because other teams are like, okay, we'll give us, you know, overpay for this guy. Give us Owen White and Evan Carter. You're like, no. Yeah. Or four or four <laughs> prospects. Like, oh, yeah. give us Zach Kent and uh, you know, the <laughs> the Viper and then Luis uh, Angelicuna. Luis Angelicuna yeah. or or Blaine Krim. Yeah. And, you know, all four of those guys. Max Acosta, like, you know, someone yeah. someone that they have high hopes yeah. for. Yeah. And uh no, that's just not gonna happen right now. It's so we're gonna have to hope that Bruce Bochi, which he for to start the season did a fantastic job because they had they didn't give up a run and yeah the bullpen was uh, great the first 10 days yeah, first 10 days yeah maybe two weeks you could say yeah and then after that it it, it really it's, well they got you can exposed. only do so much yeah. yeah they did they did you can only yeah. do so much for so long yeah and, and teams figure it out and they did yes yes and you did. knew we knew that was going to happen so yeah yeah, we, I we just knew didn't think I didn't think it would be as ugly as it was when it happened, but we knew at some Man. point they're going to give up some runs. Yeah, yeah, and they've been doing it in in bad fashion too. Uh, this is a, this is a series that the Rangers yeah. should have swept. Yep, one because they they again left twelve on base in the first game. They should have yeah. taken you know usually they're going to take advantage of those. And they should have swept Arizona too. They should have swept Arizona, and uh, th- that first game just. It eats at me because that's one that you lose. It's because it was another close one. It wasn't one yeah. where the Rangers go out there and they, and blow things up offensively, which they now uh, have set a record. Yeah, most runs in a in a season up to this point since nineteen twenty something. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact. Well, they're averaging they're what seven and a half runs a game. Something. Yeah, like that. It's, it's a insanity. ridiculous number. It is, but it's the games that are the close ones. The the ninth inning and it, you got to have three outs you, you know from a from a guy that's going to have to come in and, and pitch in a high stress situation and i just clinch myself uh, when that when those situations happen i did when when uh will smith came in you know it, it even yeah. though he's been one of our better relievers i you know was just like oh i don't know i don't know here well, but well they outscored the angels 30 to 14 in the three mm-hmm. games and wound up losing one of those games losing that shouldn't happen yeah that shouldn't happen it should not happen ever so no we we're not we're not uh we're not shy about touting the offense. They're they're really no. good. Laoti's yeah. again up to three hundred. Yep, and he's actually slugging. So he's yeah he's got yeah. he's only got one steal as well. Yep, but yeah, which is weird. I figured that they would him and Bubba would have you know eight or ten steals a month. Yeah, but something it's like not, that. Yeah, not working for him right now. But Laoti's he's actually slugging more than he's than he's getting on first, which is yeah. Hey, so when he's he goes through those. If you want to say droughts, where he's just get you know getting singles or walking or whatever, hey, then he can go. So that 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 area of his game is still to come, can and that's what's in, most exciting. You remember in 2019 when Joey Gallo had more home runs than singles? Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> for an entire major league season. That, yeah, yeah, that's just bonkers. But speaking of a guy that was slugging and or nothing, that was old Joey, man. 
Yeah. Uh, and see, <sighs> and I, I was going to talk about Josh Young too. Yes. Yes. We're, we're certainly happy with what he's done so far yeah. and what he's the, it's still potential. I mean, he hasn't yeah. been able to do it for a whole year. So we're seeing the potential of Josh Young right now. He's hitting 258. Uh, and he's had some fantastic defensive plays on the field. He's, as well. He had one today too. He did. And yeah, he's, I was, I was a little that. concerned about, I know we, we know he's going to hit, he's going to, yeah. he's, he's going to hit, he's going to be fine there. It was the, it was the defense. I wanted yeah. to see some, some, because we hadn't seen, Mm-mm. you know, as many games as we'd like of Josh yeah. Young in the minors. And I, I, I'm not worried about that part either. Now I'm just waiting for, like a streak to come up, not a home run streak, but like yeah, yeah. a streak of, of Josh you know, just doing everything right at the plate where he's yeah. taking ball, going with the pitch, taking balls the other way, right. you know, pulling when he has to do that, all that stuff. He can pull the ball. <laughs> we know he can pull the ball. Uh, both him and Marcus Simeon, they can pull the ball with the best of them. Yeah, Nate Lowe is off to a great Nate start Lowe. again. Well, I mean, it's like a, we've it's a slow about. start average wise for him, but still he's seeing pitches. He's do. I mean, he's, he's been a number three hitter. And if you look at his, uh, his his batting average with runners and scoring. That's position, what I was going to say. He's had it's clutch ridiculous. hits. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they've all come in clutch times, yep. and it's it's like three sixty something. Yeah, it's 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 way yeah. up there. It's around three fifty. I'll leave, I'll put it there. Yeah, and leave it there. Uh, but it's yeah, amazing though. Yeah, he's doing great, and that's making Adolis Garcia a lot better. Well, and like you said earlier, patient. they're having to pitch to Adolis because he's mm-hmm. he's working walks. So this whole offense, yeah, I'll say that their offensive strategy under Bochi is, is seems to be working out real well. Yeah, they're they're all sticking to the plan too, and yeah. they're seeing the it's they're seeing what what happens. They're seeing the runs come to fruition as they yeah, are. You're, right you're now. just not seeing guys guys swing wildly like we have the last no. three years. No, because I remember in 2020, Leoti when he had that horrible start, he was literally swinging at every pitch. It could bounce Everything. 20 feet in front of the plate, and yeah. he was swinging at it. It was like and it was it, a. It, it was like he was seeing a wiffle ball out there. Yeah, he had it no idea weird. what. To, it was like he had no idea what to do. I mean, it, yeah. that's what it looked like. And to see the improvement he's made, and like you said, we know he's capable of it. You've seen him in the minors. I've seen him in the minors. This is a guy that we know can hit around 300, you know, and yeah. get on base and steal, you know, 40, 50 bases a season. But he's just got to get moving on that base stealing. And you mentioned a minute ago something about the minor leagues. I'll just preview our minor league podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, a couple of guys to talk about, one on the good, one on the bad. Jack Leiter had his best professional start this last week. We'll talk about that. And then Cole Wynn, is it time to push the uh, move on from him button? So I, I wouldn't think that's say move on, but I, it's it's certainly panic time as far certainly as Certainly panic time, I think, for Cole Wynn. He yes. is not, we'll, we'll he is not looking good. And we'll get more into that. But we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about, well, the Texas Rangers. Because, you know, this is the Ranger Report podcast. And we're back. All right. So let's look ahead. The Rangers continue their West Coast road trip. Uh, They have Seattle for three and Oakland for four coming up. Seattle is sneaky good like we knew they would be. Seattle's not bad. Their pitching is good. Uh, I haven't looked. I need to look at who they're facing. I'll look at that here in just a second. And then you got to think Oakland is, you know, well, Oakland. They still haven't won 10 games yet this year. Um, Yeah, they're bad. I saw. The best as bad as their stadium is right now. The best graphic I saw on 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 MLB, and I can't remember who it was, but it's it's one of the professionals that do rankings, and he did top tier teams, and he had like 
Tampa Bay, you know, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Braves, the, you know, the then usual you second tier teams. The Rangers were in there, which they should be right now. Well, that, this was like a week ago. So the Rangers uh-huh. were in there, you know, before other they teams, swept the Yankees, before they swept the Yankees because or not swept the Yankees or before one, they took three out of four. Yeah, they had so wait, the, the Rangers have swept the Astros and taken three or four from the Yankees, but they're still not getting national. That's going well, that's OK. Anyway. We like that. We like that. But yeah. then they had the yeah, third tier, fine. which was, you know, the bad teams. And then he had one more category that just said Oakland. <laughs> and it was like a big gap and then Oakland was down at the bottom of, of his little graphic if i can find it i'll retweet it today but it was hilarious oh God, that's it had funny top tier mid-tier low tier and then oakland yeah and it was way and, down there it and believe funny. it or not um <laughs> st louis is is one of the worst teams in the league right yeah, now too yeah. so that's rare but hey but seattle's in is 17 and Seattle sitting at 17 and 17. So they're not, it's not like they're bad. The angels and Seattle are both, you know, doing pretty good. And Houston is also sitting at 17 and 17. So the Rangers aren't running away with the division by any stretch of the imagination. No, it's, it's probably going to be, I, I just see it being one way or the other, a tight AL West. I just all the way yeah. down. Yeah. You know, obviously other, other than Oakland. Been a surprise. Yeah. Other than Oakland, but you never uh, know. They, they seem to turn it around. I think they'll wind up winning 65 games, even though they're starting so badly. Yeah, they always would, find a way to start winning at some point during the season. They're when they're when all their young guys start getting more experience. And yeah, they'll start they'll their, start winning take, some games. Literally take their lumps. But it's it's literally impossible to watch them right now. It is not entertaining. No, it's 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 it's. I mean, it's essentially you're watching you're watching the best AAA team play my Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah, you are, and so, it, that's what it looks like. Believe it or not, yes. Uh, if you put. The the A's up against the best AAA team. The A's would win, obviously. It's just, yeah. it's yeah, but but I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a blowout. <laughs> and in Houston's Houston, both both Seattle and Houston are at five hundred right now. Yep, yep. And the Rangers just won their twentieth game in their thirty third yep. ball game. That's yep. that's it's good to say that. I mean, it is good to say that. And because I don't think we won our twentieth game until until sh- late May or early June last year. I wonder if Marcus Simeon had even hit a home run by then. I don't think he had. <laughs> I, I think it was the first two months of the season. I, I, I don't one. think. Yeah, he he had a really bad start to last year. But but tomorrow we got Gray facing off against Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert is one on one with a. I just set it up and now it's disappeared. One on one with a four hundred one ERA. He struck out forty guys in thirty three innings. So. The Rangers got to watch. He is a sneaky good pitcher. And again, 401 is not a fantastic ERA, but it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's quality. It's quality. Yeah, it's quality. And and he's one and one again, 107 whip. So he's doing pretty good. I mean, his career ERA is 380 and he's just, you know, 0.2 points ahead of that. So he's about where he normally is. And his yeah. strikeouts are, have been more than innings pitched in his whole career. So Gilbert versus Gray, if Gray has a good start, the Rangers should win that one. Yeah. Yeah. You would, you would, you would imagine. And it's a pitcher's park. Yep. Which is only going to help him even more because he, you know, coming off of however many years pitching in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he knows about a yeah. pitcher's park. Yeah. So he, he, he likes, he likes pitchers. He likes places like Seattle. Yeah. Like our minor league guest last week who loved Amarillo. <laughs> yeah. Justin Fosky. Justin Fosky loved Amarillo. I love Amarillo. We asked him about his favorite moments and he said, oh, every time we went to Amarillo. <laughs> I love Amarillo, man. <laughs> you can bunt it over the fence in Amarillo. <laughs> Yeah, man, you 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 probably could. somebody could, but yeah, go ahead. But the question on on Tuesday for me is, and I wanted to talk about this one: which Andrew Heaney is going to show up? That the one, is, the one that broke Nolan Ryan's record, or the one that has given up a whole lot of runs in a short amount of innings? Yeah, you see, he's two and two with a five 
five five two ERA. Yep. Those two wins were outstanding games. Those two losses, outstandingly bad games. And yep. the so when he, it seems like he he pitches. He pitches well most of the time, and when he has a bad game, he has a bad game. Exactly. And that's why you see the ERA balloon right there. So that statistic, I don't want to say it's an anomaly, and it doesn't say how well Haney's, or Heaney's pitched yeah. this year because it really doesn't. I think he's yeah. done better than a 5-5-2 five, five, No, ERA. he has. Yeah, he has. It's just, the, it's just those, two, you know, those two bad ball games that he had. Yep. And he, there was one that he actually started out bad. And then was able to to fight back and keep. Yeah, I was going to say the fortunate so thing the is he, he hasn't had a back to back bad start. So hopefully he had a yeah. bad one his last time out. So hopefully that means he'll come back around in this one. But on the road, I mean, you know, he had he had that really bad start at home. Mm-hmm. You know, so on the road, it'll be interesting to see how he does in Seattle again and again in the pitcher's part. But he's also the Rangers uh, hitting wise are going to have to face George Kirby and that. Game yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So you if if Heaney's on, you could see a a, a pitching. Uh, a, a battle, a pitching yes. battle there, a pitching. Um, why am I forgetting words today? I don't know. It's, it's, it's Sunday. It happens. Anyways, I must be tired. Wait, I should be refreshed, but anyways, be, but we're so not. yeah, we, I just mentioned Kirby. He's yeah. got a career whip one, one, six. Yeah. Yep. Career ERA of three, three, three. Yeah. Um, and 30, all starts, 31 starts, 167 yeah. and two thirds innings and 159 strikeouts. So he doesn't blow you away, but, He's pretty effective. And and he's get a e- former first-round pick. That's right. And it doesn't get easier on Wednesday facing Luis Castillo, who has a 238 ERA on the season so yep. far. So and the Rangers are going to face some pitching. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And, you know, we don't know who's pitching on Wednesday. I'm guessing it'll be Dane Dunning again, but that hasn't been announced. So I'm guessing Dunning gets Wednesday again. Yeah, I'd imagine, especially since he just got built up again. Yeah. You know, he got built up a little further with the, yep. was it almost 90 pitches? Yeah. So I think, I think Dunning probably gets that start on Wednesday against Castellano. So that'll be a, a Castillo. I'm sorry. So that'll be a tough one. Castillo with a 238 ERA on the year, 0.91 whip. So he's been probably the best pitcher for Seattle so far. Oh, yeah. And Kirby's been right behind him. And Kirby's so been right behind him. It's, yeah, they've got some, they've got, I mean, the, the, the Mariners are good. Y'all, let's yep. let's go ahead and say it. They, they are good. Well, I predicted that they might win second in the division. Oh, so did I. Yeah, yeah we did I before the season. To, I had them second Houston. possibly, but it just depends on, you know, I also didn't expect the Rangers to have 20 wins by May 7th. Me neither. So. Me neither. <laughs> uh, and and could have been more. Yeah. But, hey. Well, is, that's the thing if you think about could've, it. Could have, would have, should have. They have they 20 did. wins, and they could have 24 or 25. They gave away, they gave away quite a few. And they gave it, away you know, a few. If ifs, ands, and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. That is awesomely true. <laughs> put that in your quote. Put that in uh, your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, put put that in your quote vault. Quote vault. Oh, that will be in my quote vault, trust me. <laughs> just DM I just, me. I just made a note. The time stamp on that one. All right. All right. This is the Ranger Report podcast. So the Rangers have that. Then Oakland, like we said, three out of four would be acceptable. Four out of four would be better, but three yeah. out of four would be acceptable. And it's easy to say three out of four is unacceptable. They should sweep them. Well, it's baseball. It's baseball. So, every once in a while, even I mean, every team, even the bad ones, are a major league baseball team. Should the and, should the Rangers sweep them sweep them talent wise? Sure. Yes. Yes. However, this is baseball and yeah. Somebody has a bad game for the Rangers. Somebody has a great game or a couple guys. Have a I mean, the game. bats go silent and can't get any hits and they lose yeah. one to nothing, you know, something like or that. A pitcher happen, goes so. out there and execute. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. baseball. Yeah. So three exactly. or four. Yeah. So not three out of four. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. And that I'd would be, make I'd us be. a great winning road trick. Two out of three in Seattle, three out of four in Oakland. And you'd, 
you know, finish with only three losses on a 10 game road trip. So seven and three would be a pretty good road West trip. West road trip too, of all, of all Which road stinks, trips. Cause all the games are eight forty. If all the games night. are, are, are up when, you know, the drugs start getting slung and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Bad things at night start happening. And when I'm in my bed, sucking my thumb with my little sleepy night and my mm-hmm. nighty, my nighty hat and my little nighty. And I'm when the bad stuff's going on, that's when, that's when the, the Rangers are out West. That's a what visual. Did people I, what did I just, now. what did I just, you know, you know, you know, I could put a little hat on you in the video when I, when I edit it in post and give you a little beanie to hold on to when you bring your hand up. So we'll see, make a, make a shirt out of it and put it in we'll the see. shop. We'll see. Speaking of that, I think I'm going to make a shirt off of a, a Sandler quote today. As we wrap this up here today, uh, Sandler says, I think that was great. And he was all proud of himself. So of I think, he I, was. So I think I'm going to make was. him, I think I'm going to make him a shirt. They were talking about, uh, before the uh, before the ninth inning today or the eighth inning, which one did the Rangers score so many runs in? It was several innings. I can't remember. I think it was the, the eighth, eighth. But anyway, I think is what you're thinking. Yeah, of, but yeah. before the eighth, uh, Matt Hicks said they need to score a few, and they got one. And Jared said, "Well, you got to score one before you can score two. And then he said, "You got to get two before you get a few." He goes, "Oh, that's good right there. I need to remember that." Because <laughs> man, that was so good. You got to score two before you score a few. So I wrote it down, and I think I might make a shirt and give it to him next time he, he goes yeah, to the ballpark. He gets a he gets a free Ranger Report shirt courtesy of himself. I think I'm just going to make that and make up just one for him, and 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 order it, and then uh, give it to him at the ballpark. So and ask him ask him if he's wearing any Agua de Joe. Okay, yeah, that's right. Or you better yet, that. better better yet, ask ask Hicksy. Ask Hicksy since yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, on. that's right. We did. <laughs> yeah. We did. All right. This is hey, you wearing that you wearing that cologne your wife gave you? Your wife, or that, <laughs> he did yeah. not like it. He did you not know. like it. No, no, he did. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't like it. That's right. She didn't like it. So all right, guys. This is the Ranger Report Podcast again. Fans first sports network, Dallas Sports Nation, Waltons, uh, just growing. I mean, we always say this at the end of every show, but I want to keep saying it because it's true. Like every week we break records on numbers for, for downloads of podcasts. You guys are sharing it. You guys are spreading the love. And we are, I mean, we're, we're getting to the point where, you know, I almost feel like we got to do this seriously now and not, and not joke around. <laughs> we actually got to do, you know, actual research before stop, we do the podcast. I have to stop sucking my thumb on the, and wearing on the, your nightcap the, on top of yeah, your head. Yeah. So yeah. no, but seriously, I mean, obviously you guys are enjoying what we do and we love doing it. And uh, you guys are, are, I mean, we're getting comments, we're getting, you know, views on YouTube, we're getting lots of downloads, we're making a little bit of money now, thanks to you guys. So remember, money that goes straight back into the podcast, money that right? goes straight back into the show for equipment and for tri- for me to cover games and for CJ to cover games and, you know, money that goes back into the podcast to make it better so that it sounds better, looks better, feels better, and so that you can sleep with your nightcap easier at night. I feel good. I'm wearing my Frisco hat and my... Ranger Report shirt. And I got my uh, Frisco Championship hat. Hey. And my that. Ranger Report hat. We, we, went, we went backwards Frisco You can get Ranger these. Yeah, you can get these at uh, yeah. therangerreport.com slash shop. I wanted to wear my other hats, but uh, I didn't have my clean Ranger shirt, my Ranger Report shirt. So yeah, yeah. I didn't that works. That red, white, that red, white, and blue hat, y'all. Yeah. Is fire. Yeah. I it's think I'm going to order myself one because I don't have one of those yet. So yeah, you're the guy that <laughs> I don't have one. I made stuff. it and I don't have and it you yet. Don't so yeah, and I don't have it. So. All right, guys, I think that'll wrap it up for us. Be sure to tune in to our minor league podcast every Thursday. We will be talking to a player like we do every Thursday. Not sure who yet. We've got several on the hook. We don't know which one's coming up yet. And then, of course, like I said on our last minor league report, because we had to go so fast when it was just me and you, that maybe we'll get 
we won't get a guest and we'll yeah. actually be able to fully go. No, we want a guest each time. We want to, yeah, we're trying to get a guest each time. That's one of the points of the oh, minor yeah. league podcast is yeah. to bring you guys interviews about guys you want to hear and be sure to send us a tweet or yeah. on Facebook. Tell us who you want us to get and we'll reach out and try to get that. Chef, believe player. it or not, hasn't even given us a suggestion. I, I know, can't believe I know, it. I know, man. I know. And uh, instead, he's he, instead he just keeps vouching on Twitter to get J, uh, JP Martinez. Yeah, I've noticed that he just wants. <laughs> J, and I, I mean, JP is tearing it up. So he is. But we can talk about that on the minor league podcast yes, as well sir. coming up. So that Cole uh, Win, Jack, Jack Leiter, Kumar Rocker, who doesn't belong in in single A, obviously because Mason Englert again. Yeah, Mason Englert again is ripping you know, it up. If anybody, if if y'all are on Twitter and y'all saw the what Englert did the other day, yeah, when he man, got the strikeout with the yeah. bases loaded against the yeah. the Cardinals and pumping his fist and getting fired fired up and cussing. Yeah. I know he cussed. Yep. I saw. I read his lips. Oh yeah, I saw it too. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what, man? Good for him. Like I Proud said, of you, Mason. We I, wanted him to come back, yeah. but we also wanted him to succeed. And I'm happy you're seeing him succeed and not coming back in the major league level because we saw the stuff and we knew he had what it took to succeed. Back there was the, just back when he was at Down East. Yep. There was no room for him here was the problem. And so he's gone somewhere where there's room for him and he is thriving. Yes, sir. And it's it's so good to see him right after we mentioned him too. Right yep, after we right after. Him. But yeah, good good on you, Mason. Good on you, buddy. All right. So coming up on Thursday, we'll talk about him. We'll talk about Wim. We'll talk about lighter. We'll talk about rocker. Uh, We'll talk, we'll dig a little deeper into double a and high a just since their, their seasons are really getting going now. And, and I've been able to watch a little bit because they've been playing on the road where there's actually cameras. So I've been watching a little bit of low. That's the unfortunate is, is, is the, the a balls. They don't have, they don't have film. They don't have cameras at home. No. So, so we're kind of stuck on that, but, uh, yeah. we're, we're doing our best. Believe me, yep. that's I'm digging really hard into those low eight yeah. or the the A ball teams. So um, I try to bring you because I had a lot to say last last week or this yeah. last minor league episode, and I just couldn't. Yeah, well, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to really dive into the numbers and who who to look out for after because there's been about a month of the season now, yeah. so we can finally start looking at you know trends and things like that in the minor league. So and look at guys that we you know I mean just flat out guys we we that were highly touted coming in. So yeah. So we're looking top, forward to it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you guys are too. And uh, thanks again to Walton's everything, but the meat, if you haven't bought Walton seasoning yet, you're missing out because it is delicious. Oh yeah. I did. Uh, I made the best burger. I texted, yep. I, I texted Ben last yep. Sunday after, our, 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 <laughs> after this podcast, because yep. uh, I was making burgers and I made the best burger I've ever made in my life. Yeah. And it had, it had Walton's best burger seasoning on it. And I'm actually going to try the, uh, um, God, what is it, Baja or Moho? The the, yeah, yeah. the zesty Moho seasoning. So I made some yeah. fajitas last night with the way I usually do it, and then the next weekend you're gonna I'm add gonna that to it, it. With, yeah. the, with that Moho seasoning from Walton's and see what we got there. Because yeah. I tried it in uh, what did I try it in? And it's oh, just regular hamburger meat with yeah. with burritos, and it was pretty tangy. I mean, I think I put yeah. too much in there, but it's uh, yeah, it'll last you because you don't have to put much of it in there. No, you don't. It's, it's delicious. Good. It's good. All right, so that will do it for us, guys. We will see you next week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, leave a like and leave comments on you know Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. That button's over there somewhere. So subscribe to that button down over there, and we will talk to you guys on Thursday. Yep. That's one. I don't know which direction it is. It's one there. of them. Oh, deuces! Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook and at therangerreport.com.